All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening to the Worship Distributed Podcast. We're uh, up here in the uh, third floor of the B Building. Mm-hmm. And uh, just checking out the scenery. It's beautiful up here. It's fantastic. A lot of, there's good stuff. Um, so many good things. Yeah, there's uh, PVC pipe, um, bulletin boards, fake flowers. It's really everything you need. Exactly. It's like a church dollar general. <laughs> it really you know what is. I mean? Yep. Yeah. Which, is it true that they're going to have to start changing those because of inflation to like, you know, like, Two dollar general, yeah, or dollar twenty five general. Yeah, dollar dollar tree went from uh, everything to a dollar to like a dollar twenty five or something like that. Yeah, everything like went up. Yeah, buck twenty five. Yeah, they could just be like the name of the store, buck twenty five. Right. Yeah, just hey, brand everything. Hey, baby, I'll be back. I'm gonna I'm gonna run out and uh, head down the street to the buck twenty five store, <laughs> grab some grab some milk. Yep. But you can't you can't get milk for a buck twenty five. Nope. You can maybe get like like three ounces yep. of milk for a buck twenty five. Cows have gotten expensive. I think they've started to realize their value. Right. You know what I mean? They're going yes. like, hey, no, this is gonna cost you more now. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I uh I was listening to our last podcast and I learned something about both of us. What's that? We say you know a lot. <laughs> Interesting. No, I'm serious. Okay. It's bad. Like it was <laughs> It was probably like in the high double figures of amount of times individually we said it. Total wow. probably <laughs> over a hundred times we said, you know. Wow. That's yeah. intense. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> so I started thinking, I was like, I wonder if if I'm saying you know because Phil says you know, or Phil saying you know because I say you know. It's like a chicken right. and an egg, chicken and the egg issue question is who's the chicken who's the egg right that's what i'm wondering like yeah like who's who you know in this scenario and uh i I just i don't know now i'm gonna be like all self-conscious and be worried about what i'm saying the whole time i know see i just said i know twice but like that was actually in context you know right yeah don't you know like we're saying it like we're from like (laughs) minneapolis right anyways yeah you know yep so worship distributed we're coming up on easter Yep. I'm talking about that today, talking about, you know, all the different things. See, I just did it. Did you hear me say, you know? <laughs> I did. I said it right there. <laughs> yep. Because you don't know. That's right. why I'm speaking to you. If you if you knew. This would be an awkward podcast. <laughs> right. We would just sit there and look at each other and be like, I have nothing to say to you because, you know. You know, exactly. Anyways. Minds are blown right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Yeah, my brain's like working really hard to not say you know. <laughs> it's kind of like when people say uh, right, or like, you know, like, <laughs> or Father God in prayers. <laughs> yeah, have you ever noticed that? Yep, <laughs> the Father God people. <laughs> yep, and I, I don't, know, I don't want to judge people's prayers or anything. Right, like not that. at all. But no, but I, it's kind of like, <laughs> I mean, he hears you. Yeah, right. like you, you started the conversation with him. He, he knows yep. you're talking to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Title of today's podcast, you know. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. But Easter's coming up. Mm-hmm. Cliff and I were just meeting, talking about what goes into That's exciting. those services. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it, Easter's a fun time of the year. There's something like, about, right, just yeah. the resurrection. Mm-hmm. It's just exciting, you know. It's, it's my, you just said you know. <laughs> 
I mean, I think if we took you know out of our podcast, they'd be 15 minutes long. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but that's my favorite part of the gospel. Right. Is just celebrating that Jesus rose from the dead. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. I mean, no, no other religion can claim that. Right. It's kind of also like the foundation of our, you know, religion. You know, right. Like that. It is. <laughs> it is. I'm going to let also let that you know go that you just slipped in there. I'm beginning <laughs> yep. to see that you're the chicken. Okay. <laughs> you're the chicken, uh, Phil. Okay. And you know it. <laughs> it, it really is. It, it. I mean, it's the foundation of religion, but we have so many, so many major tenets of our faith. Mm-hmm. If you think uh, things like uh, creation. You know, that God has existed, Alpha and Omega, beginning and first, last, always has been. He's the uncreated one, mm-hmm. and he is the one then that spoke everything into existence. So yeah. that's a major that's a major thing. Yeah. Uh, and then you look at, like, the fall of man and sin and God making a promise to redeem man. Mm-hmm. And then the linear course of history... And we see the children of Israel, God's promises, you know, the Abrahamic, I just said, you know, again, but the Abrahamic <laughs> covenant, excuse me, and right. then the children of Israel, like all these things. Yeah. Moving through. Which, by the way, just a caveat, it's funny when people use like fancy words, Abrahamic, right. the Noahic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cliff and I were laughing about that in our meeting a little bit ago. I'm going to use the Johannian account of the resurrection. Mm. And it was really funny. It's like, I don't know why people do that, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting why it's like, okay. Yeah. So you see all that, and then and then it comes to the Messiah coming, mm-hmm. Christ, the promised, born, Bethlehem. Yeah. Fu- fulfilling the prophecies. And then his journey Death, burial, resurrection, and the hope we hold on to that one day we'll see him again. Yeah. And just there's so many great things in there. Mm-hmm. It's sure. just for me, I just get so excited about the yeah. resurrection. Because there's no one else that can do that. Right, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't happen outside of Christ. Yeah. What's that song? Um the only line I can think is like like I walked by like the tomb of Buddha mm-hmm. and looked inside, you know. It's called If You Knew Him. Yeah. Yeah. So what that has a special that song has a special place for me mm-hmm. because the gentleman who when I first found that song and we were doing it in Joy Choir, which was our senior adult choir, mm-hmm. we were doing that song and then I brought it to adult choir. The gentleman who sang the solo on that, his name was Jim Buck. And Jim's the one who passed away just a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I found, I went back in Vimeo, and I found the last time we did that song in church. That's cool. And just him singing the solo hmm. and just showed it. Well, you were there. Yeah, like I yeah. sh- We showed it at the at the funeral. I remember that. That was, that was a really cool kind of special moment. It was, it, was, it was interesting. It was one of those things where, like, I know the family really well. Yeah. And I love them very much. And it was a privilege to be able to, oversee that service and they didn't know that was coming and so i played that clip and uh his son who, who i'm really close to said yeah you were playing some dirty pool there you were playing dirty pool 
Because he got he got pretty choked up, kind of seeing his dad up there mm. singing for obvious reasons. I mean, yeah, that would be very moving and mm-hmm. special. Such a great song, though. It is because it says, "If you knew him like I know him, you would know he's alive. If you felt him like I feel him, resurrection deep inside, you know he's living and death has died." That's great. That's great writing. Yeah, that's really great writing. <laughs> Fantastic. The first verse is a little little cheesy, right? I mean, you know. I walked by the tomb of Buddha, looked inside and saw his bones. Journeyed on to see Muhammad still wrapped up in his grave clothes. Then I journeyed to a garden where old Joseph left him lay. The lamb, God's own begotten, was no longer in the grave. Then you hit that chorus. If you knew him like I know him. Yeah. And they do this little, in that arrangement, they do this little, you ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Old gospel song. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. It's a great song. But Easter's just the best because. Yeah. Jesus is alive. And that changes everything. Yeah. When you realize it. Mm Mm-hmm. I was, we we did spring break, you know, vacation last week. Mm-hmm. I just said, you know, randomly for no reason in there. <laughs> There's the chicken now. Uh, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. You know. <laughs> and then we were camping and the kids were all sleeping. Jennifer was asleep and I was up early. Sun was just coming up and I was sitting outside the camper and I was sitting there just so thankful. I was just thanking the Lord just for the time I had to be there with the kids and with Jennifer and Mm -hmm. the fact that I got to do this trip and I got to be with the people that just, I love the most in the whole world. Like they're all just right here with me. Mm -hmm. And I was just thanking the Lord for that. And I, but, but you know, when you get into those modes and and it wasn't dark, I wasn't thinking dark or anything like that, but I was thinking about the frailty of life Mm -hmm. and how we don't know what's going to happen from minute to minute. And, I was just so thankful, but also so like moved and urged when I was thinking about the fact that, you know, one day we will, we'll, we will expire. Mm-hmm. Like our time will be up. Yeah. And we have a hope because of the resurrection, mm-hmm. because if, because Jesus conquered death, if not, death would have a stronghold in the sense of we die, death has a grip on us. We're done. Mm-hmm. That, that nihilistic kind of feeling that people get oh life is meaningless i was watching a youtube video where jordan peterson was speaking with a atheist professor and jordan peterson himself would probably i think now he's he he's been in this weird pursuit if if you don't know who he is you can look him up on youtube he's Mm -hmm. a psychologist and he's drawn a large crowd of really guys your well my age too but guys your age that Mm -hmm. are listening to him that are being like whoa okay this guy is really kind of making sense. And I, I don't know that he's a believer, but yet at the same time, I believe he's on this journey, this searching journey for Christ. Mm-hmm. And he's searching pretty hard for it. But I don't believe he is an atheist or an agnostic, but I don't know that he believes in God. Mm-hmm. But what? But But the reason why is, I think he does, but what he says is, I'm scared I'm scared to believe in God because if there is of God if there is a God then what that would require of me makes me tremble. Hmm. 
And when I think about that, I'm that is such a believer thing to say mm-hmm. because we're we're told to fear God. Yeah. And yet inside that fear of God, we find his love and his grace and his mercy and his protection and mm-hmm. those kind of things. And it's justice, but we fear God because God is what, what that requires is yeah. so big, but yet God knows that we can never meet that requirement. I think that's where that, that catch is missing for him. Mm-hmm. But he was debating this atheist lady and she was telling him, she's like, well, I just tell all my students that basically life is meaningless. And so we just function from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. And, I'm sitting there outside my camper thinking my life is so not meaningless. Right. It's so full of meaning. Mm -hmm. It's so full of joy. Like all these people that are sleeping inside this camper that I know and that I love and that God has given me the opportunity in this one shot I have at existence to be with them, to build the relationships with them. Mm -hmm. But it also urged me as I thought about how much I love those people that are in that camper sleeping is I want to know like 100% that when I'm done, that I'll see him again. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have this time here, however long it is that God allows me to exist and then not see these people again. Yeah. That, that I just can't, Mm -hmm. I can't fathom that. Yeah. It it, is almost, it's, it's scary Mm -hmm. to me because I want them to know that they will be with Christ forever. Mm-hmm. But the selfish side is, is that I want to be with them forever. Yeah. I don't want that for any of them, for me not to see them mm-hmm. again. Yeah. And I don't mean this in a dark way, but right, I, yeah. it puts it into perspective. For sure. What life really ultimately the meaning is because my grandfather, my grandpa, Max, it's my mom's dad and my grandma, Jenny, they've, they've passed away uh, a couple years ago. Um, and very godly people love the Lord, studied God's word daily, sang hymns and songs and worship tunes that they love just on the regular. And mm-hmm. they were the kind of people that when you got around them, you could just tell that they'd been with Jesus. It, mm-hmm. Like Moses, when he came down from getting the Ten Commandments, it was glowing, and he'd been in the presence. They, it's the kind of people they were. It's fast, They're fascinating people. Mm-hmm. They're re- the real deal. And one day we were sitting there, and my grandpa Max was telling me, he said, Stephen, I, I finally know what it means to really love your grandmother. And I'm like, well, you guys have been married, Grandpa, like, you know, 60 years. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, but I, I get it now, like it it makes sense. And he said, think about it. Like I could give your grandmother hugs and kisses and hold her hand and write her sweet notes and take care of her and tell her I love her and say kind things to her about herself and just build her up and encourage her. And that would be loving. Right. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, but really all that really is Stephen, is acts of affection. I'm like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. Yeah. He said, but what I realized is that life here on earth is temporary, but life after this is eternal. Mm-hmm. So which is most important? Is the temporary most important or is the eternal most important? Mm-hmm. Well, the answer would be the, the eternal is most important. Mm-hmm. So if I really love your grandma, I'm going to do whatever I can to make her eternity as successful as possible. Mm-hmm. And that just blew my mind because yeah. that's what Christ <laughs> did for us. 
Yeah. See, we could get so caught up in the temporary that we want Jesus to fix this and fix that and do this and make me feel better and go down the list. And and it's not that those things are wrong, but that's the temporary. Mm -hmm. When Jesus came, he, he came to give us a way to the Father, which is an eternal way. Mm-hmm. His death on the cross was not for temporary solutions, but an eternal fix. His love was shown to us in an eternal way through the cross. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just, it's like mind blowing. And so I'm looking at my family and I'm going, life is not meaningless. Life is so full of meaning, mm-hmm. but eternal life is full of joy and hope and love. And I want them to experience that with yeah. me. And so like I, as a husband, I, as a dad, I, as a coworker and a friend, I, as a brother or a son, Mm -hmm. whatever, I have a responsibility to show love to people by investing in their eternity, to try to make their eternity as successful as possible. Mm. And what, and I think what that means is that you think about like where Christ said to the disciples, you know, don't worry about what you're going to eat, drink, or what you're going to wear. But what he said, he said, you know, he says, God will provide all those. I'll take care of all those things, but seek first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and his righteousness and all the things that you need temporarily will be added. Mm-hmm. But if you seek the kingdom, see his kingdom is eternal. It's an eternal kingdom. It's not a temporary kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so if we seek first his kingdom, then everything we need in that journey will be added to us. Mm-hmm. He also goes on to say, you know, it, don't lay up for yourself, you know, treasures here on earth where moth and rust will corrupt and thieves will break in and steal, but lay up for yourself treasures where in heaven, where none of those things could happen. Mm-hmm. The, the thieves can't get in there. Mm-hmm. Moth and just the things of life can't wear away those treasures. And I believe those treasures are basically people that we, we put the treasure of the gospel and we roll that into them and we say, Hey, here, here's the good news. Like, I want you with me. I want you to understand what it means to know God. Mm-hmm. And the be- beautiful thing about that is, is that all the things here on earth, as we seek God's kingdom, all the other things here, they'll be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And we just have such a big responsibility. So coming all the way back then to Easter, like that's the beauty of Easter is because we're talking about, look, because of this right here, mm-hmm. Because of the fact that the one who created life also is able to, to conquer death, he gives us victory, not only in the temporary, but he gives us eternal victory. Nothing else can do that for you. Mm-hmm. Nothing, no, no, no amount of effort you put in, no matter skill you have, no matter work and, and practice and patience and things we do on earth can do anything remotely close to that. Mm-hmm. It's it, powerful. It's a, yeah, it's yes. fabulous. It's it's, awesome. it's it's wonderful. Yeah, it's it's we have such a we have such a wonderful faith. Mm-hmm. We have such a wonderful opportunity, and I think that's just why I love worship ministry so much. Is because what we do is representative representative of what we will be doing for eternity. Mm-hmm. And that sounds cliche because right. we talk about that, but but it really is like we'll be we'll be worshiping God for eternity. Uh-huh. We will be singing and praising and 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 rejoicing and and testifying of His goodness and to us for eternity. Uh-huh. Worshiping Him, fearing God, praising God, you know, exalting God, 
might as well start now. Right. In the temporary and just get really good at it. Mm-hmm. It's good. I, I love it. I love Easter. Yeah, it's a good thought. It's a good word. We add the service. We add the 6 o'clock Saturday service, mm-hmm. which is funny because I always tell people it's totally okay. You can come to 6 o'clock Saturday night, and it will completely count towards your Easter attendance. Right. Because <laughs> Jesus has risen. Right. Just because it's not <laughs> Sunday morning. Like, he, he is alive. It would be okay. We could celebrate that tonight. Right, yeah. That's <laughs> fantastic. People don't really know how to process that. that. Yeah. Right. I was on a phone call today. You heard me, and I kept trying to crack jokes with the lady, and yeah. she didn't laugh at all. Uh, some people just don't understand her humor. Yeah, they don't get it. No. I don't know. I don't know. You know. You know. <laughs> don't you know? That's funny. So... Getting those, getting getting Easter ready is people. It can be stressful because mm-hmm. it's such a big time. Because that's the time where family comes into town, so church attendance is up. Because a lot of people come with their family, or mm-hmm. or and honestly, people who have not really been to church mm-hmm. in a while, and they they feel this strange obligation to come on Easter Sunday or Christmas. Yeah, also known as Christers. Right. Yep. And they come and which is nice because you know what it's another chance to mm-hmm. hey this is real deal stuff buy yeah, into it for sure go go all in mm-hmm. but at the same time it's not hard because we know the end of the story and we know exactly what we're doing that day yeah we are celebrating the resurrection mm-hmm. you pick songs that celebrate the resurrection mm-hmm. that tell that story you pick Light colors that are that pastel. Yep. Easter choir is going to sing a big "He's Alive" number. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to sing. You know, you know, you know, yeah, you know. You're going to sing the the hymns up from the grave of your rose, or you know, He lives because right. He lives. I could face tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Still slipping those you knows in there. Yep. You know. You know. <laughs> it's a great Sunday. I remember when I was in college. There was a. Methodist church that was really close to the college. And the week leading up to Easter is there's a lot of the nights. There's a lot of things in the liturgical kind of old style church calendar, you know, through that week, you would do different things. You'd mm-hmm. have, like they call it Mon- Monday, Monday, Thursday, uh, Good Friday services, mm-hmm. things like that, you know, through, throughout that week. And I did um, a Monday Thursday service. I sang baritone mm-hmm. for something. It was interesting. I didn't quite understand what was going on right. <laughs> for it. It was, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know. You know. So a lot of, a lot of cool stuff uh, coming up for that. That's and awesome. um, we got the choir going at South Campus. Yeah, that John was, Woods that was taking good. care of business. Mm-hmm. What did they do? What song was it? It was the "Ready to Sing" glorious day. Yeah, and the, I ran out of that grave. And then uh, there's power in the blood. There is power, yeah. power. There was. Power. If I had to guess, I can't remember the exact number, but maybe twelve to fourteen people, and they they rocked it. They were getting it. They were getting it. And I was like, all right. Did the go. crowd? Did the crowd like get into it and stuff? Yeah, they were. By the time they were done, like they were like everyone was on like on their feet. Were they really on yeah, their feet just getting like, it? Yeah. It was Heck like, yeah. I was like, let's go. I love that. And so it was good. 
Those people, but, those people down there at South Campus, they, they they do get fired up. They get fired up really. Easily. It's like that old school fired up too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Or they just get like yes. Yep. <laughs> I've got a guy. There's a guy that's a snowbird that he's here right now. It's my favorite. He's at nine forty five downtown. Yeah. He just loves Jesus. That's he awesome. loves to worship, and he's a he comes in and just he just talks during the. <laughs> sermon and sings with his hands up but it's always at the time where yes yes that okay those words right there boom that hit me and his hands go up yeah know, and he'll that's awesome he'll talk back to you yeah it's just oh i love it that's awesome i love it i want to i want to be that guy right yeah one day when i'm retired or whatever yep. just be talking back you know back there in the church you know <laughs> be back there just talking back right talking to the preacher talking to the worship leader yeah i'm Bring gonna be it. Yeah, I'm gonna be like the coolest retired uh, <laughs> pastor ever. Let's be honest, you're probably not gonna retire. You're just gonna be singing to the. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't like. I, yeah, I, I do. I do have a hard time imagining retirement. Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, I feel like you would retire, but I feel like you'd be one of those guys that would just be constantly going and doing something every day. What do you want to just be like? You yeah. would be that retired guy that's like out playing golf, not, which is obviously nothing no, wrong no, no. There's nothing. I mean, I would probably do that. I would probably do that some, like maybe right. more than I do now, which is never. But right. <laughs> I would struggle not leading worship somewhere. Right. That yeah. would be really weird. Yeah. Although I wonder, like, do I have a shelf life? Right. That's you know that's a hard that's a hard thing to think about. But right. You know how much longer how much longer uh, will I be viable? In the worship leading right, you know, world, but uh, yeah, it doesn't mean anything. And I'm not right. saying the guys that are older can't keep doing it. Yeah, sure. I don't know, but I would just totally try to take the worship pastor out to lunch, but not offer advice or tell him anything I've noticed or think. Yeah, just buy him lunch. Yeah. And let him talk about whatever he wants. He can be mad. He can be happy. Doesn't have to be anything. He can be whatever. He can do whatever. Yeah. Just. And whatever he says, I'll just agree with him. I'll just like completely agree. This person, I can't believe they did that. Like, yeah, that's stupid. They're dumb. (laughs) Kick them out. Right. (laughs) (laughs) If you want, if you don't, that's fine. You don't have to, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Just be cool. Let him buy appetizers and dessert. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah, wow. See? See what I'm talking about? Right. Coolest. The coolest. Yeah. Wear skinny jeans. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Just imagine you're 75 years old wearing skinny jeans. 75 years old. Skinny jeans is going to have like the four hairs I have left to sticking up. <laughs> some kind of weird angle. Look like a weird Pixar old man right. scientist character. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Did you... um? Do you anything last week? You were just kind of around the office last week. Yeah, and did uh, projects kind of throughout the week, just kind of tackling things that because there had nothing else going on. So. It was a slow, well, spring break week, yeah, a slow spring week. break week, and you know, didn't have first game, didn't have youth, didn't have kind of anything else going on. Tag. We, the only thing we had going on was late night. So, yeah, they don't ever cancel late night. No, they don't. I think there was like a hurricane one time with tornado <laughs> warnings. We're, we're still here. It's like, oh, we got a late night. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we had like ten people show. Like ten one. people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but now last week we let's see what did I do last week. Um, 
Fellowship Paul got that cleaned up, got the new soundboard in down there, got all that working. Oh, great. Got the, um, uh, Nathan was wanting the computer to be hooked up to the TV, so I, I kind of slid it over, and he brought the Mac over from the kids' zone, so I got that put back in, got the old computer taken out, got all that cleaned up, uh, went to South Campus, did some upgrades, renovations, um, minor stuff like that, did, you know, my typical weekly stuff, tracks and playing center, and just making sure everything's right. ready for the week, and... We had a, and we had a good Sunday. Yeah, Sunday was good. And, you know, a few small. You know. Yeah, you know. It's you. It's not. I think it's you. You. You're nope. the giant chicken. Nope. Laying the, laying the you know eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> it, it, you know. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, this is funny. I told you the rooster story. Don't think so. Yeah, no, okay. come on. The one where we had a rooster and we didn't know it, and then I ended up cooking it? Nope. I didn't tell you that story? No. Oh. Well, that happened. Oh. <laughs> Jennifer didn't think I knew how to do that, and uh, I ate, a, ate our chicken. Oh. But because it was a rooster, and it just kept crowing all day. Uh. Instead of being like a chill rooster that just like, hey, the sun's up. I'm going to crow real quick just to let everybody know. He was like, <laughs> I think I'm just going to keep announcing my presence all day long. All day. <laughs> before sun comes up, and then the rest of the day. Every few seconds, I'm just going to scream. And it wasn't even a good crow. It's like a cool one. It's like, <laughs> What's wrong with you? Right. <laughs> one day, it was just one too many times, and he... Right. He woke up Jennifer and you don't, you don't do that. <laughs> and she left for school. And that night we had uh crock pot, uh, crock pot rooster, <laughs> potatoes and carrots and onions. Nice. Cooked it down. Did the kids know? <laughs> they did. They did later. Yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole funny, whole funny story. Ian was not happy with me. <laughs> he had named the rooster Hawkeye. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, Which. It's an unfortunate name, seeing as we've had several of our chickens kidnapped by hawks. <laughs> so there's that. That's that, yeah. Speaking yeah. of chickens, you know, I house that for you last week, a couple of days. Right, you did. Was, the chickens were the interesting part, because I was like, oh, you know, on Sunday, came over, you, you know, you showed me how to feed the chickens, get the yeah, eggs, all Easy the breezy. Easy, per- perfect. Mm-hmm. Walked out on Monday. Walked out, tossed the feed just like you said, and had the cup, opened the door, had this one chicken that came right at me. Took it, yeah. I was like, all did right. Did scare you? No, just, I stood there and I was like, okay, we're fine. Did he peck you? Yeah, he pecked, yeah. Like, kept pecking me she, in the shin. She, yeah. she kept pecking me in the shin. I was like, okay, I'm just yeah. going to. Kick her. <laughs> so, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> I for all the PETA. Yeah, no, I didn't. I know we have a lot of people that listen that are members of PETA. Exactly. But I, so I didn't, didn't, kick, didn't kick the chicken. Um, and so as, as I went to walk past, I didn't close the gate. So I stepped back yep, and closed the gone, gate. Gone. Out. Yeah, the chicken didn't run. So I, uh, so I closed the gate. But oh. I, um, And then so Checkers was trying to come at the same time. Yeah. So I stepped out to let check, Checkers out, or to get Checkers out of, the, out of the coop, shut the gate, turned around. I was like, all right, I'm going back after the, these eggs. Now, I, I didn't know if there was any there or not. So I'm like, I'm going to go back. As soon as I open the door again, all the chickens came out. <laughs> so I was like, forget it. <laughs> I, was like, I, I shut, the, shut the lid, went and looked around the corner, and there was no eggs. I was like, okay. There was no eggs? There was no eggs. So oh, I was man. like, you're just going to. What day was that? Sunday? Monday? Yeah, Monday. Monday. I was like, yeah. There were... We have a lot of eggs now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We have uh, like two giant bowls full wow. of eggs. They were, I, I'm telling you, though, like it was good that they started laying the eggs because when it comes to things like that, I'm very utilitarian. Like, right. uh, you know, I don't want to just fund 
the life of a chicken. <laughs> I need something return here. Right. I mean, Checkers is pushing it. <laughs> you right. know, every once in a while, he gives a pretty decent, you know, cuddle or whatever. Right. And good walk. <laughs> the chickens, they don't do anything for you. Yeah. If they're not laying eggs. Right. And they're not meat birds. No. These aren't meat birds. They're egg laying. Right. Egg laying birds. Yeah. The old egg layers. <laughs> so we're going to have uh breakfast casserole tonight. Nice. Yeah. Sounds using good. Using all the chicken eggs. Because it takes like. 12 eggs or something. Oh, hey. Let's have a big family. <laughs> have you ever, do you like breakfast casserole? I do, yes. You have weird food things. <laughs> we talked about this at lunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, breakfast, Jennifer makes really good, she's just a really good, Jennifer's a really good cook. Nice. All of her food's just really good. Not great at baking, <laughs> but good at, the cakes just fall apart. <laughs> That's what Publix is for. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I like Publix. Yeah. It's a great store. Shopping is a pleasure. It is a pleasure there. I always, I think I said this on a previous podcast, but I always go in and end up, you know, I just have like two things on my list and somehow come out with like $85 worth of. Right. You're like, oh, I could use that. I could use that. Yeah, the cheese, the fancy cheese, the fancy (laughs) cheese section gets me. Because I mean, like a charcuterie board. Come on, man. Like a good, you know what that is? Yes. Okay. No. Can you pronounce it? Can you say it? Nope. Okay. I can try Try it. it. Nope. Come on. Nope. Charcuterie. Not happening. Okay. Like a shark with cooties. <laughs> like in the nursery. Right. Charcuterie. Not happening. I'm not trying it. No. No. Okay. Not going to embarrass myself over, you know. Oh, that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about like you're just going to, you're just now worried about that. <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. That's fantastic. Got to give the entertainment somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Tag in the morning, Tuesday yep. morning. It's awesome. Yep. Pretty big set tomorrow. Yeah. Pretty big. Yeah. I was looking at that. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Endless praise. Yep. I speak Jesus. Just throwing a couple charity gale, two out of three yeah. songs, charity gale. I'm just surprised you didn't do I thank you Jesus for the blood. Thank you, Jesus for the blood. The just whole... do like a the trifecta. Right, yeah. Hundred percent charity <laughs> gale. I'm still waiting for the Sunday morning to have just a charity gale set. Like, I'm telling you, man, yeah. she's the best. See, I think what you should do is if you ever do, like, get her here for a concert, mm. you know, if you ever get here that Sunday morning, like, if it's a Sunday night, that Sunday morning, you just need to, like, like the, the whole set needs to be just preparing for mm-hmm. that, you know. Yep. All 945, 11 o'clock, just, you know, Village Park, everything. Singing her songs. <laughs> just everything. Yeah. It would be so lame if you did that. <laughs> if you sang all the songs with the person that's going to sing them that night at right. your church. Right. <laughs> Check it out. Look at how inferior I am to her ability. <laughs> People yeah. like won't come because you tell them like oh, these are all her songs. They're like, right. oh, I don't want to. I don't want to hear them like that. Yeah. Oof. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm a big fan. Big fan. But but yeah, tag will be fun tomorrow. It's always a good time. Yeah, I'll tag for sure. One of my favorite favorite mornings of the week. Mm-hmm. Kind of overrun staff meeting a little bit, which is <laughs> nice for me. Right. <laughs> I ended up coming in the staff meeting a few minutes. You know, obviously it starts at nine thirty, so I come in a little bit late. Right. And. It seems like every time I come in, uh, Cliff is just finishing the devotion. And so now it's this joke that basically I wait for devotion and prayer time to be over before I come in. Nice. You know, so. so now I just walk in. I'm like, you done with the devotion yet or do I need to wait outside? So That's funny. But yeah, I think one of the things I was thinking about today 
that I wanted to talk about a little bit, you know, on our podcast was the concept of priorities. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just very important in our life that we that we have priorities. Yes, hundred percent. Because, and I think priorities take shapes. It takes shape in different ways. Mm-hmm. But one of the things is, for instance, in everyday life, you'll have priorities of relationships, things that you don't change. You know, number one being your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You know, in my case. Uh, and one day for you and, and, and depending on the listener, like where they're at, but like, you know, the second thing would be your spouse. So for me, like number one is my relationship with God. Number two is Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Number three is my marriage because the more I could take care of Jennifer, the better my marriage is going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Number four is going to be my kids. And then number five, number five is going to be me, but not like, like I need some me time and not, not that pansy stuff, but it's, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's, Hey, I do need to make sure that like I'm taking care of myself, right. um, that I'm, being healthy physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, those kind of things. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so you've got those priorities, but then, but then like during, during like your day, it's important that you have priorities on it. What are the things that I have to get done today? Mm-hmm. The daily, the daily routines, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to, let's say for work. And then what are the things that, that, you know, I, I could be a part of getting done, but, but can wait Mm-hmm. What are what are some things that 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 I'm tempted to do, but I really should let somebody else handle? Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we'll we'll go for the challenge, yeah. When the challenge is not the most effective use of our time, right, or our skill set, mm-hmm. and so just looking at those things in our life, we, we can find ways to be more efficient, more effective mm-hmm. in, in all those things. Yeah. What are some things? Uh, priorities in your life you know it's kind of a tough question but it's a priorities that, that you that you're looking at okay uh in my everyday life here's the big picture priorities and then in my daily my daily life my work here's here's my other priorities okay <laughs> you should see his face it's fantastic <laughs> it's a deep question um you know i think uh you know kind of like along the lines of Along the same lines of what you were saying, you know, you know, work and priority lives and, you know. You've said, you know, like 18 times. <laughs> Guarantee it's you. <laughs> Love you, man. Move yeah. it on. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. Just go ahead and do it, though. And don't overthink the you knows. If right. you say if you say it, you say it. It That's is what it, it is. Yeah. It's the safety mechanism. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. It's our safety. Gives word. you a chance. <laughs> gives, gives you a chance to like. Gives you a chance. I'm going to just go pass over that. To give you a chance. <laughs> It gives you a chance, gives you a chance to, yeah, right. To, uh, let your brain kind of catch up where you're at anyways. So your everyday life. Yeah. So everyday life, I think, you know, like you said, the, the, uh, the most important thing is, you know, relationship with God, right? Right. You know, everything you do is, you know, supposed, supposed, supposed to be, you know, wrapped around that. Like, you know, everything we do is supposed to glorify God. So like has to be your, your number, number one priority. And then. You know, the next one for me would be obviously I don't have a family of my own, so it's just my my family. Right, you your know? immediate family. My immediate mom, family. dad, yeah. sister, yeah, you know, that niece, stuff like that, yeah. et cetera. And nephew, so like, nephew, yeah. yeah. The, so like the immediate family, and then the you know, I think the next one down would be you know, now girlfriend. You know, so that's uh-huh. yeah. So uh-huh. 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 I didn't know if you were gonna bring that up, but so yeah. I didn't want to. Didn't want, yeah. I was yeah. Just slide that in there. But well, congratulations. Thank you. 
Um, anyways, and so, but that, you know, and then friends and, you know, kind of stuff like that. And then right. with, um, so, you know, just kind of prioritizing, prioritizing that. And then with work, um, you know, you taught me this is I have, you know, I have actually a daily list that I have kind of typed up and because I used to do is I, I used to just sit down every morning and write down everything I had to do. And a lot of the same things, I would do the same things every day, every week. And so I just created a word document that was like, okay, these are the things that I'm I do every week consistently. So like why right. why rewrite them every single day? And so every day I sit down, I pull that night sheet of paper out and I look at okay, okay, you know, tracks, playing center, whatever whatever does this look like? And then, you know, um at the bottom of the list is kinda like anything that's if I you know, if I get my list done, you know, then okay, fill it with projects. What does this look like? You these know? are the things that I can do next. Right, yeah. To make sure that I, I prioritize the things I have to do. You know, whether it be tag, whether it be, you know, services and stuff like that or plan that way, everything that way I know, okay, if I, if I've completed my Monday list and I'm starting a, my project, I'm not starting a project before, I, you know, not doing something else, you know? Right. And so, and then putting everything into, you know, into, into my calendar that way, you know, I have everything, you know, <laughs> I can't believe I just said this, um, but putting everything into my calendar so that way I know what I'm doing when I'm doing it, even if it's, you know only 30 minutes make, just put it in the calendar make sure it's there you know right so I'm not because like, there's this thing there's this thing they call the tyranny of the urgent and mm-hmm. what happens is something comes along and it says oh i have a problem i need this mm-hmm. and it feels urgent but the question is is it something that has to be handled right now and is it more important than what my priority is to accomplish now mm-hmm. and when we let the urgent things constantly override what we regularly are trying to get done it becomes it becomes a problem mm-hmm. and so it's just so important that we have these priorities in life and we have these things laid out mm-hmm. because a lot of times it would be really easy like in my case and i have done it in the past much to my chagrin is that i've allowed things to be put in front of my family mm-hmm. because oh i need to do this or somebody's counting on me well yeah it's, sure Bob over here is counting on me, but you know what? I've got, I've got four kids at home that are counting on me that matter way more mm-hmm. than Bob does to right. me. Mm-hmm. I love Bob, but I don't, I don't love him like I love anybody at my house. Right. Not yeah. at all. And so the, the, the problem is, the problem is, is that, um, the problem, excuse me, sorry about that. The problem is, is that when we're not priori- prioritized and we're not focused, then, those kind of things, those kind of things can go sideways and then, and then derail the stuff that has to get done mm-hmm. for sure. And then it could create conflict because then our, then our whole system gets out of whack. We get confused. We don't know what we're supposed to be doing. Yep. We're doing things over here and we're seeing ourselves getting these things accomplished, but the main things we need to get done aren't getting done. Right. And that's one of those things where I think it's so important that you know what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm when it needs to be done and that it gets priority and then the other things can be moved down the list and then accomplished like you did wisely last week. Okay. Here are the things that I need to get done this week. Okay. Now that these are done, I can mm-hmm. move on to, to this. Mm-hmm. Cause there's always certain things that like for me will always take priority. I mean, Jennifer needs something takes priority. Kids need something takes priority. Mm-hmm. Okay. But from a work standpoint, you know, Cliff needs something, but that, that, that supersedes, anything Mm -hmm. yeah um and and so it's just really important that in life we we know what a priority is and we when we really intentionally mentally stay focused 
so that way we make sure the things that we need to get done get done and get done well and aren't distracted by other things that are not as important. Right, for sure. Especially in something like what you and I are doing where there's multiple campuses, multiple services, multiple peoples Mm -hmm. that we have to interact with. Mm -hmm. It's good to be able to make sure, okay, here's the things that I know need to be completed. Here's the most important things. Mm -hmm. These are ready every week. This is what, you know, like we talk about is that Sunday services are are the most important thing we do. Mm -hmm. Way more important than anything else. Mm Mm-hmm. A tag is a pretty big deal, but Sunday services are still a little more important than tag. Mm-hmm. Late night is great, mm-hmm. but Sunday service is way more important than late night. Hundred percent. You know, youth music great, but Sunday service, mm-hmm. at, you know, five five services, three campuses, way more important than mm-hmm. than those. And so, not not that we don't give our best or give attention to those things, right? But we realize priorities. Mm-hmm. What gets the most? Yes. You know, so mm-hmm. something like that's just really important. Yeah, for sure. Keep your mind on. And the more we do that, then the more you have purpose, the more you're, you know what you're driving towards, mm-hmm. you know what you're focused on, and it can go a long way. Mm-hmm. But All right, man. Well, it's good to get back at it and yeah. to chat it up a little bit. And you thanks good. for your time. And everybody, thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys, and we look forward to worshiping with you soon. Have a great one. <laughs>